at 6010 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the pastor is Elaine Allen. Praise the Lord, it's chat time again. This week, we will continue our discussion of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So, we'll continue today with uh, current events. And there's a lot of current events out there. I don't always like to talk about bisexuals, homosexuals, LGBTQ, and all this other stuff. But, you know, I guess that's that's... The way the world is going. In the news. Yes. I mean, because they're trying to change laws. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not just specific to one country. It's like world over. And everything everybody does. So I want to... Everything everybody does. I mean, it's from what you see on TV to what you hear, what kind of music you hear, what... Everything. It's just honestly... Even even your commercials. (laughs) Yeah, oh, speaking of commercials, you know, you made a comment uh, a few weeks ago about this um, commercial, you know, how people were, they were saying how if you wanted a good night's sleep, you know, you would do anything, even pray. Even pray. You know, they took that out. I think people complained, and I'm very, actually the commercial is for Craftmatic Beds. Oh, okay. And they redid it and I you know googled this online and they were saying people were commenting on that right so now they changed their commercials so they took that completely out oh good because you know sometimes you think I'm I'm the only one that sees this or hears this no no a lot of people did and I even thought about emailing them to complain what do you don't want Christians to to buy your beds right because that's what would happen or it should happen yes it should have. And anyway, moving on. Someone sent me this article, and I don't know if they thought that it was a recent article, but it's actually from 2008. And I never heard about this, but I, and I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, there was a gay man who filed a $70 million law- lawsuit against Bible publishers over homosexual verses. And he filed the lawsuit against Zondervan and Thomas Nelson 
publishing companies alleging that their version of the Bible that refers to homosexuality as a sin violates this man's constitutional rights. It has caused him emotional distress. Um, the name of the man is Bradley LaShawn Fowler. He's an ex-con turned author. He filed the federal lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Michigan in 2008, the same day a judge refused to appoint him a lawyer for his suit against Thomas Nelson. Um, yeah, the Thompson Chain Bibles. Right. Yes. So the court had some has some very genuine concerns about the nature and efficacy of these claims the judge wrote. Fowler represented himself in both cases, claiming that Zondervan manipulated scripture by using the term homosexuals in 1 Corinthians 6 9 of their 1982 and 1987 revised edition Bibles. Instead of saying sodomy, they, they used the term homosexuals. Okay. He contends that the reference to homosexuality were detected by the publisher in later versions without informing the public. He alleges that since the older King James Version containing the term homosexuals is used by his family pastor, he has been outcast by his family. The 39-year-old sued Grand Rapids publisher for compensation of 20 years of emotional duress and mental instability. In a handwritten suit, he lists all sorts of charges against Zondervan, Zondervan, including malicious negligence, strict liability, malice, libel, violating his civil rights. He filed a lawsuit in June of 08 against a Tennessee-based publisher, Thomas Nelson, on the similar grounds, and he was seeking $60 million from Zondervan, $10 million from Thomas Nelson. So, um, so where's the lawsuit now? That's what I was, I guess, in March, on March 6 of 2009, the judge found no merit in the allegations and dismissed the gay man's case. Okay. And it looks like it really went to, to trial because I, I looked up uh, what happened, the actual court case. And they spent a lot of time and effort and money, def you know, Zondervan and Thomas Nelson, wow. uh, defending their... Um, their translation of the scriptures. I yeah. mean, it's, uh, I guess in trying to, this is another example, trying to dummy down uh, the Bible so that people, they say, I guess, in our everyday language can have an understanding. But, I mean, they could have just simply left it uh, saying sodomy, but it's still, I guess he's saying by them saying specifically homosexuals that his family ostracized him. Uh, you know, I, I, he has to prove that for 20 years, the family, 20 years ago, read the scriptures and caused all this, I guess, this, this turmoil in his life. I know he couldn't prove that, so... How are you, you going to sue somebody uh, who is actually translating from an original text? You know, and they the judge could have dismissed it on a technicality because the court noted that despite the appearance of an inadequate service of process, Nelson Publishing filed an answer in the case, but uh, Fowler did not 
file a certificate of service with the court, and it is not known when Nelson Publishing received the complaint, but they did come to court and defend, but, you know, on that technicality, right. they, they, the judge could have dismissed he it. He could have, but he probably would have brought it up again in some other way, so he decided, you know, let's just get it over with. But ultimately, uh, the court dismissed Right, because it is, it's baseless. I mean, what he's trying to prove doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. So anyway, I thought that was worth um, talking about. I didn't hear about it, but even though it's old news, but it just goes to show you the mindset of people nowadays. Right. And talking about the mindset of people. So here, uh, <laughs> Disney announced that and I uh, didn't. I can't say I watched Toy Story. Right. You know, one and two. Toy Story two. one and two and three and four. Oh, I didn't know that. But so I guess I've only seen one and two. Woody <laughs> is that that? That's the, the cowboy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be in Toy Story four. He's gonna be openly bisexual. Brokeback Mountain on Disney. <laughs> so okay. And. <laughs> Toy Story 4 will be the most inclusive installment of the franchise yet. Um, I remember telling, don't take your children to see that crap. That's ridiculous. Why? What are you trying to do? Indoctrinate them? I mean, what's the purpose? What are you thinking? And then they had another character in Toy Story 4. It's like a, I happen to hear it on a YouTube. Um, a, a guy named Marcus Rogers, he was saying about how this, he got information from this man that went to see the movie. And he noticed about this character is called Spork. And the guy was saying how he noticed um, at the bottom, it's like it's so subtle how they sneak it in. Like at the bottom of his foot or something, it had like a little rainbow-like flag stating that he, um, he could be like bisexual. Or, uh, the character named Spork. You yeah, know. between like a fork and, and a, a spoon. spoon. Right. Like bisexual and all mm -hmm. that. And he was urging the people, you know, you got to watch what they're doing because they're suddenly pushing that stuff in. Right. And if you're not aware of it, you just, your kids be exposed to that. Right. And, and they they become so accustomed to it until they just think that it's normal, that it's natural. Anyway, uh, releases June of 2019, and the world will see how wonderful and overall better a movie can be huh? when the main character is retroactively made to be part of the LGBTQAI XYZ community. community. Uh, what the heck is LGBTQAIP? I never... I don't know. It gets longer and longer. <laughs> Diversity is our strength. Uh, insanity. <laughs> anyway, um... The article says that if we know one thing, it's that Disney knows how to make inclusive uh, an inclusive movie. After understanding that Captain Marvel's ratings were so low because the lead role was not a transgender person of color, they are definitely on the right track by casting Simba as a homosexual in the new <laughs> oh, live-action Lion King remake. No way. And their print production of their first ever transgender Disney princes, Alex, what? 
<laughs> I.S. I don't even know these characters because I don't. Alexis. Uh -huh. Oh, maybe that, but it's the way that's printed here. Uh, in the... Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh. I'm Lord. speechless. I, I I'm to... still trying to figure out what A.I.P. means. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get this sudden urge to just make everything. So, like I said, there's a lot uh, out there in the current events about yeah. this. Everything it, is so slanted away from the norm that it's just ridiculous. Now, I found this article on ChristianHeadlines.com, and it, the Vatican is responding, finally, okay. to, to the gender theory. And um, now here's another one. For years, LGBTQIA, and yes, I, I don't know what they are, IA, Activists and ad I'm sure somebody will enlighten me. Ad activists and advocates have proclaimed that their view of human sexuality and gender theory is historically inevitable, and that any and all who resist will be swept into the dustbin of history along with the racists. Given the movement's thorough sweep of cultural arenas and institutions, including the caving by some Christian denominations on marriage and sex sexuality, mm. it's not hard to see where their optimism and even arrogance on the matter comes from. But they're wrong. First, you can be on the side of right of history if you are on the wrong side of observable biological realities. So, a growing number of Christian ministries, universities, and denominations have publicly reaffirmed their commitment to a biblical view of sexuality and marriage, including both evangelical and Protestant bodies. And now, just very recently, the Vatican released a publication entitled, Male and Female, He Created Them and towards the path of a dialogue on the question of gender theory in education. Right, so what do you think the people who are trying to take gender out of the scriptures, what do you think, is it, they say, uh, how do they explain when the Lord says male and female, he created them, they're taking gender out, what is it, and the Lord created them. <laughs> I guess that's what they're saying. Yeah, and, what and, saying. and the Lord created them, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And to... Uh, <clears throat> Help you people understand what the LGBTQIA stand for. It says um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual. Okay, what, is, what, what does P stand for then? There's an I. P A I P. Uh huh. I don't know. There's, there's Maybe a, somebody a, will look it up here. B -b -b Going on with this article, it says it turns out that uh, the Pope is quoted as saying that gender theory denies the difference and reciprocity in nature of a man and a woman and an oh, or male, or, or male and female. I mean, you have it with nature. You have it with with animals. Matter of fact, you even have it with trees and uh, and vegetation and. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they they talk male and female so much so is it uh, I, I, it's natural and it's normal. Even when you develop tools, they'll say the male in, the female in. I or mean, the threading on, on the screws. Yes, you know, I mean, things are just natural, and these people are taking something in, which is totally in their imagination, it locks somewhere so in their mind, and they're trying to say. This is what's natural. You're not even thinking in those terms. Mm -hmm. And 
to what the is A, the AIP stands, stands for um, asexual, intersex, and pansexual. So, and oh, it's like you don't even, pansexual means, what? I think, that you don't even, no, you don't consider, you like the, you like the personality of a person. You don't care if it's male or female. You huh? don't care anything about You just are interested in the personality. Yeah, pansexuality or omnisexuality mm. is the sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction towards people regardless of their sex or gender, gender identity. Lasciviousness. So, <laughs> so bottom line, they don't care who you are. Lasciviousness. <laughs> Anything can go. Right. Well, I'm glad that the Vatican, well, thank you for looking that up. I'm glad that the, the Pope has taken a stand. However, I'm rather disappointed that, you know, they do include and they don't restrict, at least in the Catholic Church, and I can't say about any other denomination, um, transgenders, gays, lesbian, or, you know. From what? From taking communion. Or participating in um, sacraments, right? And, you and, know, I, you, and you they know, some say people that get insulted. everybody is included, and that's fine. I don't, you know, if you want to to come to church and you're seeking after the Lord, I'm fine with that. But to come dressed in wigs and men in dresses and and you want to take communion and, and with, as if without repentance. See, this is this is what I. Some people actually get insulted, like if you tell them, if you know a person's life, and you know they're coming up, and you know that they're not living godly, and they're coming up to take communion, and, and they they don't have a repentant heart, they, they haven't examined themselves, they have no intention of yielding themselves to the Lord, they just think because it's communion, you just come up and take communion, and you tell them, you can't because of that scripture, you don't want them drinking damnation to themselves, they actually get insulted. Mm-hmm. Right, and then I, I, I just don't think that the Catholic Church has taken a strong stand on that. Um, the Lord's going to hold them responsible, the people right. who do that, and the Lord's going to hold the uh, bishops, the Pope, the, the priests right. for allowing it. Yes. Instead of teaching the right thing. But that's my opinion. Anyway, um, I had this article here about Taylor Swift, mm. and someone sent this to me, and it says a Colorado pastor is warning Taylor Swift that God will cut her down for embracing the LGBTQ community. She has a new video out, and it's called You Need to Calm Down, and it includes a shout-out to inclusion and encourages viewers to sign a change.org petition supporting the Equality Act. And while some queer fans, in th this is in the article, are complaining pop, the pop princess is just giving lip service to the gays, right-wing radio host Kevin Swanson is angry she's giving them any kind of service. And he had um, a discussion on his a radio show which is called Generations and um, Swanson who I think Swanson is the, the radio host called Swift a Fool now there's a lot 
out there on the internet about her video. Okay. So a lot, a lot of people say that it's embracing the LGBTQ community, but and then some people say that because it was released on Trump's birthday, it's like a like a jab toward Trump. How? And then some of the lyrics that she has in there, I think. Well, I, well, I don't know. Everybody, I didn't, I didn't print out the lyrics, yeah. but you can Google them. It's it's. They're jumping on the political um, bandwagon. Of I think so, but uh, you know, I think some of the lyrics are her responding to the social. Um, you know how people are on social media all the time, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of social media haters hate toward her. And I think she's responding to that. Some people say that you need to calm down is telling God that he has to calm down. You have to be kidding me. All. But I don't know. I don't know if that's what was in her heart when she was writing it. I don't know. Cause or, I, whatever was in her heart could. wasn't right to begin with. So no matter how you, how you look at it, you know, you can't try to appease uh, people by agreeing with their with their sins, but uh, however she meant it, she didn't mean it as unto the Lord regardless. I, I, I just think that simply because people yell and, and, the, and the squeaky wheel gets the oil just because uh, you have a vast number of people who decide they want to go over the cliff and then they look at you because you don't want to go over the cliff and they're saying, well, everybody else is going over the cliff and I would say, well, that's everybody else. And the people who stand up for the Lord, standing on the word, you begin to look like the, the odd one because you're not running with the herd headlong into perdition. And I'm sorry, you know, that people are so blind, but the Lord said that's what they want to be. It's, it's like too much like right to yield to the Lord. And um, this pastor of the of this church in Colorado is notorious for his outrageous attacks on homosexuality. And after the Supreme Court legalized marriage equality in 2015, he compared same-sex marriage to marriage to pets. <laughs> you know, and, and the church shouldn't recognize when a man comes in with his pet sheep or pet dog and says, this is my wife, he told listeners, the church says, no, that's illegitimate. That's treason against Almighty God. What? Yeah. yeah, these are like <clears throat> some of her uh, lyrics to "You Need to Calm Down." Like she said, "You are somebody that we don't know, but you're coming at my friends like a missile. Why are you mad when you could be glad?" G L A A D. Sunshine on the street at the parade, but you would rather be in the dark age. Just making that sign must have taken all night. You need. You just need to take several seats and then try to restore the peace and control your urges to scream about all the people you hate because shade never made anybody less gay. I don't get that part, but... Well, it, it, the rest of the lyrics are kind of... Um, I, guess I mean, saying, it's kind of how, t trying to figure out what she means. Well, but, And I think a lot of people... Are interjecting their own opinion about what she means. I don't. Well, regardless of what she means, it's clearly uh, not biblical. It's clearly not 
in, in, in deference to the Lord, it's clearly something that's saying that this, this lifestyle, people are overreacting, they don't understand, and there might be, now there might be some people out there who strive against sin, who single out uh, a particular sin, and then they, they talk as if the person has no hope, as if there's no deliverance, as if they can't be saved, because at one time, they actually preached that homosexuals could not be saved, which is ridiculous, you know, but, but you have people who single out certain types of uh, spiritual lewdness, and they make it their life's mission to attack those groups. Now, that's not how the Lord set things up. You, you, you preach hope, you preach forgiveness, you preach repentance, and then you move on. Yeah, they'll, they'll hold up signs, because I've seen them on TV, they'll hold up signs, God hates gays, this and stuff like right. that, and that's like, no, that's he hates the sin, yeah. right, but he died for them just like he died for us. Well, my take on Taylor Swift is, uh, this is just my opinion, I just don't, I think, sh I have to agree with those people who are saying that she's just giving lip service to the gays. I don't think, me personally, I think it's a business decision. And I think she she donated a chunk of money to, to uh, LBGTQ, hmm. uh, whatever, uh, I don't know exactly who, but I did see where she donated money. She supports them. But I think that it's a business decision on her part. Which, which is very a very um, dangerous thing to do for people to sin and just say, well, I'm sinning only because it's business. They don't regard it as sin, but that's no, no, exactly what's happening. She's, I don't know what that what you meant by that, that she's sinning because of... Because of her donation. She's supporting She's strengthening she's the hands of the wicked. Well, she's supporting it, right. I right. don't think her whole heart is But it doesn't matter. The fact that, I think she, that she's doing that is, is she's and making a proclamation and taking a stand. Because we can say we don't think her heart is in it, but like the Lord says, your actions. Yeah. And she partaking. Right. Your fruit. What is your fruit showing? Your fruit is showing that you are supporting sin. Well, um, let me see. I want to talk about something, but I don't want to get deep into a um, topic because we're getting close to the end of our program. And, um, you know, the Supreme Court tossed out a ruling against bakers who refused to, cake, to bake a cake for gay couples. Remember, we were talking about... Um, the Oregon bakers to refuse to bake a wedding cake for a lesbian couple. Um, okay. And so the Supreme Court sent the sent the case back down to a lower court for further consideration. And um, the couple was Melissa and Ann Klein, and they cited their religious beliefs as a reason for not providing. Um, services for a gay couple getting married. Um, I guess an, a similar case involving a Washington state florist was previously sent back to the state court so that they could review their decision. Um, Washington court upheld its decision and the case is expected to go back to the Supreme Court once more. Uh, the Klein's case uh, had to pay a $135,000 judgment 
to the couple for discriminating against them, and that's why they they went to the Supreme Court, but it got knocked down to the lower court. Jack Phillips, now he's the one who started, you know, all this refusing to bake for um, gender transition cake. Uh, he's facing his third lawsuit. And so they're trying to break him, basically. The, it's the third time, and... So I don't know. That's in Colorado. Um, it's a birthday cake, as described in the law in the lawsuit, which was to be blue on the outside, pink on the inside, and was supposed to symbolize his transition from male to female. Mm. Well, it's amazing how people can be so creative. So anyway, he um, refused to do it, and now he's slapped with another lawsuit. So and they deliberately pick his bakery, I believe, because of this. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're going to have to slow our roll here and uh, talk about this next week. Uh, more current events. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's birth of the day comes from Proverbs 1 and 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, ain't God all right? God, God is, is all, all right. right. Praise the Lord. And let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, if you are planted in the house of the Lord, what happens to you? And the answer is, you will flourish Bring forth fruit in your old age and be fat. You can find that in Psalms 92, verses 13 to 14, which reads, Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Okay. This week's food for thought is... Who is called the son of the morning? M-O-R-N-I-N-G. Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.